What's going on, everybody? Big show today. Not a big day, though. It's actually nothing happening today. Uh, but stuff happened yesterday. Some stuff's going to happen tomorrow. And, uh, and that's basically it until Friday. But the big story on today's show is that for the first time ever, you won't have to hear me talk the entire show. That is because we've got our first ever co-host, my guy, Big Germ, Jermaine Kelly. Jermaine, what's going on, man? Yeah, man, it's good to be here, man. I've been waiting to get on this, in this show with you, man. You and everybody else, man. Everybody's waiting in line. You're just lucky that you were, you know, the first chosen. It's an honor. Oh, it's, it's a true put, honor. Put it, on, put it on the resume <laughs> now. <laughs> On today's show, we'll uh, we'll talk about the uh, the basketball games from Saturday. Um, we got, uh, I think, uh, we got a whole series to talk about the Sanford series. Um, St. John's lost tonight, and then uh, preview the basketball games that are happening on Wednesday. But let's start from uh, the last time we talked. Last time we talked was Friday. And uh, then we went out and had a real good weekend against Samford. We win uh, two or three over the Bulldogs, six to five and 15 to five. We lose for the first time this year on Sunday, nine to three. Um, Tyler Finke is an absolute electric factor on the base paths. I think tonight was the first time he didn't uh, steal a base. But um, let's start with uh, let's start with Friday's game. Comeback win. For the Lions, six to five over Samford. It was um, it was a good win. Good win for the boys. Battling back. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, giving up those uh, two runs early. I went to actually uh, was at that game. Giving up those two runs early, but immediately like those like next. I think it was that second and third inning. Both answered back and got those runs back. I think I think that's what. That's what's special about this team, especially like the offense. Like today, even tonight against St. John's, they they almost did the same thing. But on Friday against Sanford, dude, I mean, when they get punched, they hit and they hit right back, and that's yeah. exactly what Matt, what Matt Rogers says. I think that's why this uh, why this team can have a special season. Yeah, uh, Shea Thomas hit his first home run of the season in that one, uh, and then uh, Dalton Asphalm um, shut the door in the ninth. Uh, came back from a Five to three deficit in that one, or five to two deficit in that one. It's the first time uh, we've overcome a three-run deficit since last year against Northwestern. So we get the the series off on the right foot, and then Saturday was the best one. Uh, put up seven runs in the second. Shea Thomas hit a grand slam. Uh, he drove in six, which is one off his career high. He had seven against Houston Christian last year. Fifteen to five. As um, no one, surprisingly, no one had more than two hits in that one. But like I said, Shea Thomas drove in six, which is which is okay, I guess. Yeah, Shea, Shea Thomas is a great hitter. I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game since. Oh, so you're because just of the uh, the basketball game. But I mean, to put up 15 oh, that's right. That, we got that, basketball to talk about too. We'll get to that. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, um, and then uh, obviously Sunday, not good. Champ Artigues had his first. Uh, his fourth multi-hit game of the season already. He had four all of last year combined. He's already got four this year. 
Um, and we talked about it on the last show with Tyler uh, Finke, just to have him healthy. We're finally seeing him as what we thought he was going to be when he came in um, because he came in with so much hype and people don't realize that he's literally been hurt from the moment he got here and he's been battling through it. He's a hundred percent now. And we're finally seeing him play to his potential and we're seeing his potential now. Yeah. He's got a lot of tools, a lot of tools, great defender, great arm in, in center field where he mainly plays great speed. Uh, doesn't strike out much. He's just a great hitter. Really? Who are you talking about? Finky. Oh, I thought you were talking about champ. I'm talking about champ. Oh, no, I'm talking about, oh I thought you, I thought you said Finky. I did say no, Finky because I was yeah. I was doing a little callback. That's what we call it in the biz. A little callback to the last show because I had Tyler on and he was talking about champ. Big germ. Oh. Come on. Well, the point still stands for Finky. I'm yeah, a, I'm, it does. <laughs> but yeah, right. champ. Yeah. He's champ. Champ's a great hitter too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that analysis. Um, Very. Uh, so Tyler, like we said, let's give Tyler a shout out. Uh, came into today second in the nation and stolen bases with 11. He had stolen at least one base in every single game this year. Really quick, he did not tonight. Christian no, Garcia Christian Garcia had the lone stolen base for the Lions. Uh, Tyler Finke, though, did have three hits and three runs. He scored one run in every game. Uh, Shea Thomas is on a tear. I think everybody's kind of overlooking him almost surprisingly. I mean, he's had the home runs. He has a three-hit performance tonight. But I feel like all the attention's kind of going to, to Tyler Finke and Champ Artigues. Um, and then Jake Killingsworth also drives in two runs. We were down uh, 11 to two, make that 12 to two at one point, scored the final five runs of the game. Like you said, good fight from the boys, uh, but now we've lost two in a row, and that's not fun. Definitely. They had uh, a chance, actually, to uh, shorten that deficit with the bases loaded a few times, but mm. Champ Artigues, hard hit ball right out of second baseman. I mean, there's nothing really, really you can do about that, and then a strikeout right after his at that, but like you said, at least you, you like you like to see the fight, really. I mean, when, it, when it's 12 to 3, it's easy to just, like, roll over and just look forward to, like, the series you got coming up against Jacksonville. But to even put up five runs when you're down uh, nine, nine runs is so impressive. Yeah, um, that game started, like, started well, you know. Take the two-run yeah. lead, and it looks like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> Uh, the Lions have scored at least one run in the first three innings in every game this year. I mean, that's awesome. Um, when we have trailed, it, it's never been because of a lack of run support. We've given pitchers a chance. Um, and now we go into Jacksonville. Like you said, we will preview that series um, after we're done recapping the rest of the stuff that's happened since we last talked. On Saturday, uh, basketball. Uh, Big Germ, you were there. You were working the game. You were doing a little television. Uh, that broadcast went out to no one. How did that go? It went really well. I directed that game for uh, for the channel, and it was a lot of fun. Um, the women's are I, – I love this team, dude. They're so they're much so fun. They're so fun, man. They're so, and they're so easy to root for. Like, there's so many great people around that team this year that they're just so man. easy to root for. Special team, so many, so many good players, and it's like all of their games just complement each other so well. Ella Gazzardo yeah. and her staff's doing so good with that team. But, but yeah, dude, they're just so fun. I, I can't wait to watch them in the tournament soon. Really quick, before we actually dive into uh, everything, now there was no internet. That game did not go 
that the game was not broadcast. Are you aware of that? Because you, I tried to make yeah. a joke about it earlier, and you just continued to say how much fun it was to direct it. Oh, yeah, dude. We still – there's no internet anywhere on campus. So, like, it's been like that since Friday. So, like, did you see game... the, Did you see the meme I made? No, I don't think I did. Go check it out right now. If, you, if you're listening, you haven't seen it, go, go on our Twitter, at the State of SLU. Nice little, nice little meme I made, and I didn't even get to use it because we were losing 12 to 3, I think, when I posted it. But I wasn't going to let the internet come back on and not make any sense. I see it now. So the meme is um, – it's a good one. It's a good one. I'm proud of it's, it. It's good. Um, classic the, J. Long yeah, the, meme. the meme is J. Long, and um, it says uh, – the caption is, are you the internet? Because you're out. It's a great um, picture selection, too. Great picture selection. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Jay only went three and a third. He gave up five runs. So I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get to use it. But I was like, I can't let the internet come back on and not be able to use that meme. Because I know the yeah, internet's going to come back on eventually. And then that meme's dead, you know? Yeah. If I you're like into the, the memes, I got a few more up the sleeve coming this week. Hope you know, we got to have the performances to match the memes, though. That's the problem. I can make all the Definitely. memes in the world, but if – if we don't get the production, then you can't do them, you know? Yeah, I like the Monday night baseball. <laughs> Monday night baseball was <laughs> it was it was that was low hanging fruit. That was an easy one. That was an easy yeah. one. But uh, we got some more ones coming. We got some more ones coming. Don't you worry. Um so like you said, you were at basketball. Start with the women. Uh big win over McNeese. Um hung, McNeese hung around for a long time in that game. Uh, Southeastern yeah, yeah. able to pull away in the fourth quarter. I, they won 75 to 60. It was much closer than that 75 to 60 score. Um, Jen Pierre is becoming weapon offensively. She had a career high in that one. Just a freshman still, and uh, only uh, only three seniors on this year's team. Um, so we're kind of getting ahead. Of, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself talking about the future. There's still so much basketball to play uh, with the win. Uh, Southeastern controls its own destiny to win the first ever Southland Conference championship in program history. They have a chance to do it on Wednesday in Houston. Uh, Big Germ, thoughts? Dude, it's, I feel like if they just keep doing what they're doing, they're definitely, they definitely have a, a legitimate chance to bring home, uh, like you said, that first Southland Conference uh, championship. Thank you for that analysis. <laughs> like... <laughs> I think if like they said, continue to win, they'll be fine. It was actually 67 to 50. Um, yeah, Jen Pierre is turning into a really good scorer. Uh, four of her last five, she's had uh, double figures. She scored in double figures. Um, 14 points for Alexis Horn. Oh, Jen Pierre only had nine points. Why did I think she had like 15 points? No, only it was nine. Natalie uh, Kelly. Natalie Kelly had 17 rebounds. That was the career high performance. I'm so sorry. Yeah. People come to the show to get Southeastern insight, and I'm giving them nothing right now. Yeah, I'm, I, I was uh, I was actually talking to, like, the guys who were actually work, working that game without, like, I wish, like, that could have, like, went out because I feel like, uh, as a champ, I feel like that was, like, the best game that we've done. It was, it was really good, dude. It was, like, a lot of chippiness going on in that game. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I, mean, I didn't know we were talking. I thought we were talking southeastern women's basketball. I didn't know we were talking logistics of a television broadcast, Big John. Hey, hey, hey! Got a cheap plug, okay? Got to get there the ratings, go. up, Big John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Alexis Horn leads the way with 14. Natalie Kelly, unreal, 17 rebounds. That's a new career high, and she's had a ton of 
uh, high rebound performances. So 17 rebounds, not too bad. Um, McNeese only scored seven points in the fourth quarter. That is not good. The men's game was one of the most frustrating games I've ever – I didn't watch it because you couldn't. I had to follow it on the live stats, which is a – I said it was a top – it's a top 25 worst human experience, like following a game that you are invested in on the live stats. The anxiety is through the roof. We did no favors to ourselves. I mean, I talked about it. I said – there's no way we, that McNeese beats us twice. McNeese can't beat anyone twice. Like, McNeese is not good. And then McNeese went out and was beating us for 39 minutes and 50 seconds. I, and if you look at it, there's, like, there's really, like, no reason that we should have won that game. I'm happy we did. But, oh, my goodness. I think we play to the level of our opponents. Because if that is against Northwestern State or Nichols, it's a we're not trailing by 14, but to McNeese, we will. Yeah, dude. I feel like towards the end of that game, it was just get the ball to Boogie Anderson. And like, that's, it was all like it's, that's all it's been for the past month, and it's been so much fun. And it's, like, not at the level of, like, what, like, Marlon Bill – I feel like Marlon Bill, like, when I watched him, he could just, like, score whenever he felt like it. And I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. what Boogie – that's where Boogie Anderson at. Once he, like, gets down low and he gets in the post, it's it's really hard to stop him. So, dude, yeah, I feel cu- like – I'm that. curious what – I'm curious what other people think of that because there is the obvious comparison to Marlon. But I feel like Boogie is more of a natural scorer, more of a, just a pure scorer. Um Marlon, I felt like looked to facilitate a little bit more than Boogie does. I felt like Marlon was always looking to find the open man. Boogie does, but there are times where Boogie is true one-on-one basketball and there's nothing you can do to stop him. There were times when Marlon would do that, but it feels like last five minutes of the game for the past month, that's been Boogie. Yeah, I watched Marlon build like the his last year at Southeastern, and I and when I compare him to Boogie Anderson, I compare him in, uh, in the sense that like whenever he feel like he like whenever he wants to get a bucket, that's it, that's exactly what he could do. I feel like Marlon Bill could could do that when he was in his last year at Southeastern, and that's exactly what like Boogie Anderson is doing right now. Boogie took eighteen shots. He made ten of them. 24 points that ties his career high. He also had seven rebounds. Alec Woodard tied his career high for rebounds with eight. He had seven points. Roger McFarlane goes for 12 and six. Um, And then Brody Roberry had seven on two of four shooting to add six boards. Um, It was one of the more balanced offensive games that we've had in a while. If you, you know, are, are, are looking for that. Um, We only shot 42% from the field. We only shot 23% from three. It was a really disgusting game, honestly. Um, rebounds were even at 43 aside. Fortunately, we only turned the ball over seven times. If we turned the ball over more, we'd probably lose. But, man, that was just – I don't even know. Like, I, it, I don't yeah, understand. Was, I, don't, I really don't understand us against McNeese. Like, and I really don't understand McNeese because they've got some talent. They've got some serious talent. Christian Shoemate is so much fun. Dude, but man, they cannot get out. Of, they cannot get out of their own way, man. Dude, Jonathan Massey was giving. Oh my god, Woo! he he could he not be so stopped. Good, man. He is so good. Jonathan Massey in this one uh, went for twenty four on seven of fourteen shooting. He was perfect from the foul line, eight of eight. Uh, Zach Scott was an absolute 
weapon from beyond the arc. He was four of five from three with 18 points. It looked like a three that he hit in overtime was going to wind up giving uh, McNeese the win until Nick Caldwell came down, hit the hit the floater with a minute four left to give us the lead. We hit our free throws, get the rebound, and we move on with our third consecutive win. So, again, we've got Houston Christian on Wednesday. Houston Christian scares me a lot because they shoot the three extremely well. It's really the only thing they do well. They don't really do anything else well. So if they hit the three, that's that's basically it. If they have an off-shooting night, they're done. But we'll see. Um, we control our own destiny for the three seed. If we win, we are the third seed. If we lose and Nichols wins, we are the four seed. If we lose and Nichols loses, uh, we will remain the three seed. Any questions, Big Jerk? You basically covered it, John. You basically covered it. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, before we get into the rest of um, we got coming up, talk a little softball, big term. We were out in Tuscaloosa this week, had two chances to beat Alabama, didn't get it done in either of them, uh, which the first game was much closer than the second game. Did you watch any of these games, big term, before I, before I ask you to analyze things that you did not watch? No, I did not watch. Uh, worked the uh, baseball game on Friday. Didn't get to watch it then. Basketball on Saturday. Didn't get to watch the second game on Saturday. And no, I did not watch it Sunday. So one nothing against Indiana State on uh, Friday. It was our fifth shutout of the season, allowing just two hits in a complete game shutout with Sarah Blanchard. She moved to five and zero with the win, striking out. Three. From there, we lost our first game of the year, 62 to Alabama. Kaylin Ladner did her job in the circle. Uh, she didn't allow a run until the fourth inning. All of six, all six of Alabama's runs came in the fourth inning. We scored two in the sixth off the first career home run for Maria Dettelier, uh, but it obviously was not enough. Only two hits in the ball game. The first one came in the first batter of the game, uh, Cam Goodman. We didn't get another hit until that home run from Maria Dettelier in the sixth because Montana Fouts was really good in the circle. She pitched a complete game, uh, allowing, like I said, just two hits, striking out nine Lion batters. We did come back on Saturday, losing to Alabama again, 11 to nothing. It was the first time we got shut out all season. But we won't talk about that. We'll focus on the positives. Kennesaw State, 7-1 to one win. We overcame a one-run deficit after the first. Sarah Blanchard remained perfect. She moved to 6-0. and oh. uh, Working two, wings of, two innings of, sh of shutout ball in relief. She struck out two. Um, and then in the final game of the series against Indiana State, we won 6-2. to two As, uh, again, overcame an early deficit. We were losing 2-0. K.K. Ladner came in, in relief, picked up her first win in relief of the season, and she was great again. Four innings, no runs allowed, five strikeouts. As uh, this one-two punch of K.K. Ladner and Sarah Blanchard, have you gotten to see them in person yet this year, Big Germ? Because they have been phenomenal. I've seen Sarah Blanchard only once. I haven't watched K.K. Ladner. I've seen her before, but not this year. Not but this year. This different different yeah, but just, it's different just from this looking, year man just from looking at the stat, stats this is insane in like 26 innings of work a 0 0.80 era 
a whip of 0.72, dude. That's insane. Is that for is that for Kaylin or is that for Sarah? Uh, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's been dude. almost I because KK came in and had all those strikeouts in the Mardi Gras Mambo tournament, but Sarah Blanchard is still undefeated. Sarah Blanchard is I don't know who you like. I mean, it's still like such a long ways away. But if you're in a championship game, like who do you, who do you throw out there first right now? Like, because Kaylin Ladner has been there, but Sarah Blanchard is like unhittable right now. Dude, that that's a great problem to have. That's a great. It, problem <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, what a problem. It's like you can just put in the other one. Like, <laughs> go go. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, softball rolling, able to leave Tuscaloosa three and two, which is great um, considering our both of our losses are to the number seven team in the country. We play Florida A&M at their place on Wednesday after we've already beaten them 9 nothing earlier this year. And then this weekend we are in Madeira Beach, Florida. I don't know what school is there because we're not playing them. Um, we play Albany, Georgetown, Central Michigan, Yale, and Long Island University. In Madeira Beach, Florida. I don't know who is hosting this. I love how the tournament is called the Spring Games. <laughs> the Spring Games. All right. Madeira Beach Softball Complex is located in uh, Clearwater, Florida. It's open 24 hours. So you can, you know, anytime you want to want to get in the circle, you got it. Um, there's three fields at this complex. Opened in 2015, Big Jerem. Let's why what's like i i mean it's cool like everybody gets to spend the day at the beach it looks like yeah it's like right on the water but i don't really it's a week i don't know what what are we doing looks pretty cool to be honest with you it looks awesome oh and i can uh you can watch (laughs) you're a big college baseball guy big germ are you are you subscribed to to flow flow tv no, I'm not subscribed to Flow TV. I was well, very if you, angry if, when I if you were, you could you could watch the spring games. <laughs> They'll be broadcasted yeah. on Flow Softball. <laughs> what? What is this? This is so interesting. There's so every year, I think they do it for every division. They do it for divisions one through three, and then there's an NAIA and junior college one. I am so intrigued about the spring games. I don't understand. What is this? I don't know. But anyway, um, we got Albany, Georgetown. We, We basically get to play someone from every region of the United States. Because we got uh, Georgetown, Central Michigan, Albany, Yale, and Long Island University next weekend. Um, Big Jeremy, you want to run through these mascots? What are, what is the Albany mascot? Is that a what kind of dog is that? <laughs> oh come on, man! <laughs> Take a guess. That is. I know the name, dude. I just fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a. Um, we're gonna go with the Albany. We're gonna go with pit bulls. Pit bulls are intimidating, but oh that doesn't, that's not a Why pit bull. Would... That's not a pit bull. It's not. No. Know, it's a great day. They're the Albany a Great, great Dane. 
All right. Georgetown. What is Georgetown? Oh, yes. Very good. Central Michigan. You got me there. I have no idea what the fire up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> I was about to guess. It was it was right there. Okay. Yale. What what's Yale going with? Yale. Uh don't tell me. I know this. Yale. Yale's a bulldog, isn't it? It is a bulldog. And yeah, then okay, LIU. Okay. LIU is, is one of the most a shark or a hammerhead? A sh- yeah, that's a shark, but it's a okay. blue and yellow shark, just like in the yeah. wild. Just like in the wild. And also, I don't think there's many, I don't think there's many uh, sharks in Long Island, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Let's Google it. Nope. Are there sharks in the water in Long Island? Uh, okay, it's actually like a very... It's actually a great mascot for a school on Long Island because uh, it is a popular uh, nursery habitat for white sharks. And that's what Long Island's mascot is, is a white shark. So there you go. Learn something new every day. Exactly. That's why you tune in. That's why what keeps you coming back to the show, everybody. Also, Central Michigan, that is a 9 a.m. first pitch on Saturday. That's tough. I mean, that is real early. And then a super intriguing matchup. Actually, I got kind of ahead of myself because I would have previewed those games on Friday's show, but I'll get more in-depth, I guess. Um, Next week, Southern Miss, Caitlin Ladner's old school. That'll be fun. All right. Let's, uh, Let's talk a little baseball. Who's impressed you the most so far, Big Jim? Uh, for Southeastern, I, I feel like Jake Killingsworth hasn't gotten Ooh, enough. Jake Killingsworth he, is – He's so killing. good. He's such a good hitter, dude. He just he just does his job in, like, every situation. You know, like, if there's runners in scoring position, he, he just does his job, dude. I love watching Jake Killingsworth. He's like – he reminds me of Preston Faulkner, just shorter. He just does his job, dude. Why like, you got to throw that in there? What? Well, he's just Preston Faulkner. Just he's just a little bit shorter, but still, dude, a great hitter. Looked great at first base tonight. Uh, well, sorry, you didn't get to watch it, but yeah, he looked great at first base tonight. <laughs> I'm just like, again, I haven't been able to watch a Southeastern game in so long. All right, Jake Killingsworth is five ten. Preston Faulkner. You want to make a guess on Faulkner type? I'll say I'll say about six three. Oh whoa, he's six one, man. Okay. I don't know. That's never been your strong suit. No. No. Um, I think I guess. <laughs> all right. Um, so now we are uh, moving into. Kind of a kind of a weird, uh, weird couple of days because there's not much going on. We went through this like stretch where there was games every day. Next time we talk, we're only gonna have uh, one, two games until yep. the next time we talk, and it's ba- basketball on Wednesday. Houston Christian, Houston Christian, 
If the women win, we will capture our first ever Southland Conference Championship. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, even though we swept them because of the Southland Conference rules where there are no tiebreakers for championship, they have a chance to also win the conference championship. So uh, they will play, as I pull it up here, the Islanders will play Texas A&M Commerce at Commerce. If they win, they are guaranteed at least a share. If they win and we lose, then uh, they get it outright. But if we win, if both teams win, we get the one seed in the tournament. At least this game will be at Houston Christian, so we'll have a chance to like, actually watch it. We'll so. get to watch it. Now, there is one more scenario. And it involves the Lamar Cardinals, who are currently third in the conference. They are 11 and 6. We, oh wait, no, okay, they're out. I thought that there was a scenario where they uh, win and we lose and they actually pass us, but because they lost to UNO on Saturday, they're out. So it's between it's between the us two Islanders and the uh, and the Lions, even though we swept. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. It's, I don't that like doesn't it make either. sense. It, it was the same way in uh, twenty was it eighteen when we won conference. The men did. We swept Nichols. Nichols actually earned, clinched the conference championship before us. So they came into him in that final game, having already taken pictures with a trophy and everything. And then we beat them in the final game of the regular season to sweep them. We wound up tying with them, but we wound up sweeping them. And we, you know, that's it. We, we shared that. Didn't it happen oh. in football too? Like we beat, uh, was it? Was it we beat UIW. Yeah. UIW. You beat yep. UIW, but you still have to share the South Conference title. I, I don't yeah, think there's ever weird. been a season, at least that I can remember, where we've benefited from that. We've always been the team that's won the season series and won. We've never been the other team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird so, rule. I mean, like, I, I get I get it. Like, I mean, they, they technically tied, you know? Like, you got to play more than just the games against each other. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I get it. I wonder how much money the conference loses on trophies every year. <laughs> hmm. How has the internet outage affected you? Uh, well, I don't live on campus, but it's weird, like, going on campuses and, like, and, like not being able to, like, you, you can't do your work at all, though. Like, can't do So what have you guys work. been doing? Like, Well, this is the first day. So, like, I went to one class uh, today. The other one was canceled, and she just, like, talked, like, out of the book. It was a French class. So. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what class it was. I thought she just talked to you. Like, hey, how are you guys doing? But yeah, she just went out of the book. Uh, one of my classes got canceled. She was like, "Old school." <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, me and old Steve Zabuda were talking about. He was like, "All right, <laughs> trans Shout transported y'all, <laughs> transported y'all back to 2005." Hmm. Were you born? Yeah, I was like five years. Yeah, I was five. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> was I born? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I talked to like, yeah, I guess you're old. Yeah. So no, I'm up there. You're getting up there, man. Crazy. 22. I'm, a, I'm old, man. 
Anyway, big germ. Happy to have you as part of this. Appreciate fun, it, sir. Man. You've been putting out some great stuff on this on this uh, on this brand. Excited to be a part of it this time. Well, there you go. If that's if, I mean, if that isn't the plug of the century, I don't know what is. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with Big Germ and I. Was trying to get a guest. Didn't happen today. This is what happens. This is the life we live in the podcast game. Uh, but anyway, seriously, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the state of SLU. Visit our website, thestateofslu.com. You can purchase a nice subscription to support the show. With that subscription, you'll get access to a, fun of, a ton of fun facts that I, that I like to put together um, from uh, a ton of sports. So you can support the show, and with it, you get some, some nice little fun facts to know. So whether you just want to support the show or want to know fun facts, uh, $5 monthly subscription, $40 for the whole dang year at the state of SLU.com. Um, with that, we will see you on Thursday. Jermaine, any final thoughts? Lion up. It's lion up over everything. This Every is, single thing. There you go. <laughs> this is the state of Southeastern.